hardest things I've ever had to do in my 37 years was stand up to my parents. It was very, it felt, it felt really, really difficult for me because, you know, I always wanted my parents to, you know, be proud of me. I've done, I had done everything that they have asked for the most part and You know, I was a good little girl. So, with this burden I put on myself, I I was I was scared. <laughs> but there just there are just certain things that I cannot deny or try to hide it's it's torture to me my heart won't won't let me be okay with not telling my mom and dad that I am I asked Marquita to marry me And she said yes. You know, and I I was so afraid that I didn't even tell them, you know, in person. I sent the text to my mom. A, A text. I was that afraid. And it, it I remember that fear cuz it was like it just was like I was going to die. felt like I was going to die. But I could not deny how I felt about my wife. You know, I, I couldn't. My wife gave to me something that I was looking for real love, unconditional love. Many tried. And I tried with them. But at the end of the day, I am happily married to her. So I I, I could not just not say anything to them and they were disappointed I knew 
And I felt it, you know, I felt it. I felt it. The disappointment and the shame. I carried that burden. And so, the imbalance is in me looking at my parents through little girl eyes. I was so immature. I I didn't grow up, you know, in that area. My self-worth. <laughs> My self-worth was, uh, it, it was low. That's how I, f- I felt low. But I, I didn't grow up because I needed to heal. (laughs) And me constantly, you know, trying to be a good little girl as an adult, that just made me ignore the pain. And that's what happens. That's what happens in, in life and we it happens so much and so fast that we don't even take the time to look back and to, to acknowledge the trauma. Like I I've always known that I loved women. I'm talking about you know, four or five years old. Like, I've always known. I used to say, God made a mistake. I'm supposed to be a boy. And having no problems saying it out loud to other people. Like, I felt like I was in the wrong body. I prayed, I prayed to God that I, that he didn't let my boobs get super big or big. I, I, I pray. I remember praying. I was in elementary school. Please, Lord, please don't give me big boobies. Please, please don't give me big boobies. Cause that would be a slap in the face. I'm already feeling like I'm, I'm in the wrong body. And then I'm going to have big titties. Come on, God. So, but it worked out. I am grateful. (sighs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I am grateful. I am so grateful. Thank you. All right. But, you know, I've always known. I was always running with the boys. The boys were the boys. I was hurtling over bushes. Like, Banging on drums that I found out of 
at a dumpster, like, doing dumb stuff with my cousins, who were all boys except for one, and myself, you know, so it was only two girls, Every, it was just dudes everywhere, <laughs> let's play football, uh, you know, can you do a flip on the swings, <laughs> you know, I knew, I knew, and I was okay with it, until I realized that it, I couldn't be okay with it, because they weren't okay with it. And you know, this is not to talk crap about my parents or to put them down or anything like that. I'm just telling a story. I'm telling telling a story, a beautiful story that came from pain. So this is not to talk bad about anyone at all. This is just acknowledging a story. Because there's a lesson there, okay? My parents did the best that they could do with what they had. And I am so grateful. I'm still, look at me. I'm an awesome being. There's so many things that, so many characteristics that that I share with my father. So So many beautiful things that I share with my mother. I am grateful. I don't regret anything that I've experienced or anything I felt. I I don't regret anything. Because now I have a story to share. Now I can help somebody else get through. You know what I'm saying? That's my testimony. You know? But my parents, they were not okay with this. And I knew it, like, by certain comments about certain movies and you know I first time I heard the word bull dyke was watching color purple when Celie and the other lady kissed and you know dad points it out it's like oh that's it she's a bull dyke the first time I ever heard that it it felt like somebody punched me in my heart <laughs> So I I was like, I knew, so I just kept pretending. And plus I was trying to be focused on school and church and, you know, watching my brother. So, you know, I had many distractions. But in, in my dreams, oh, in my dreams. I was all right. But growing up like that, for real, and then you you go away to the military, away from them, and you just, you're able to express yourself, but you really are not expressing yourself because you're shy and you don't know anybody. You know, but you're still free. I've seen some things. I've had so much fun. Like, I've, I saved a stripper from getting hit by a car. I'm the real life Captain Savaho. Like, for real, this has happened. I, I, I have no regrets. No regrets whatsoever. 
I am grateful for my life, you know, but I'm still carrying all that, all the things that are, the traumas I experienced even before my parents uh, uh, got married. It's like I had all this stuff that I'm carrying, but I'm trying to have the time of my life in the military just to come back home, you know, and be right back in it. It's taken me a while to grow up and not see my parents with little girl eyes. Like I, I had to do some some serious, deep-rooted healing. Like I like to get deep down. I want to know why I do what I do so I can understand. And if it's a behavior that is for my highest good, then right on. Let's keep moving forward. But if it is not, if it is, if if it is keeping me from being the best that I can be, I gotta let it go. So what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Cut, you know, cut, cutting cords of attachment. Like, what do I need to do? Cause I'm, y'all, I'm so serious about finding out who I am. Like, it is not a game. It's not a game to me. It's not. It's, it is that serious. It is that serious to me. That's why. I'm I'm sitting here right now sharing this. It's that serious. I've carried a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. And it has affected my relationships. Mainly because I was in and out of them a lot. Like, I'm not bad looking. So, you know, if somebody left me, there was always someone. Whatever. Uh, but I carried with me a lot of baggage. Even, even into my marriage. Right. I've only been married like three years and six months, I think. And I didn't know. I didn't. My wife would just let me be free and shit. (laughs) Let me experience life without restrictions. You know, like wearing whatever I wanted to wear. I was in a relationship where I couldn't wear graphic tees. That's slavery. I was a slave. Intent like a, and that's crazy. You know, like she just let my wife just let me be me. But then the imbalance was that, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know I needed to grow up. I thought I was already grown. I did. I thought I was already grown, man. I was not. I I just wasn't. No, I was not. I, no. I was immature as hell. But my wife, my baby, my twin, my my everything, she helped me straighten it out. And she's still helping me straighten things out. As I help her straighten things out, 
It's, you know, she is teaching me what it is to be a partner. Because I, 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 I didn't know. My relationships didn't last long, you know. When you're dealing with abandonment issues, you got a super, super kung fu grip on every goddamn body because you're afraid they're going to leave. So that's what I needed healing from. And that's what was fucking up everything. <laughs> you know, but my wife, I love her so much. She, she, I've never been loved by anybody like, like this ever, 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 ever. I love her so much. She's so short. She like my size. Oh, I love her so much. Man, no regrets. No regrets. If I had to do it all over again, I would do the same goddamn thing. I would just, we would just be having family meetings about uh, whether it's a good decision to, uh, to, to get married or not. <laughs> that's that's what happened the last time we had a family meeting about my proposal to my wife. <laughs> oh. oh, childhood memories. <laughs> so many family meetings. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's growth, y'all. I can laugh at it now. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. But I, you know, like I said before, I still love my parents to the fullest, you know, and I love my wife. And that's just me. That's just who I am. Oh, man, that was almost 20 minutes. Good job, Shannon. All right, y'all. Peace out.